Is this thing on? Okay. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Good Job Adventures. It's me, Larry, here. I uh, just want to go over what happened last session, uh, just to give a good old uh, recap before we get into the next one. Uh, well, let, let's take a rewind. His visage speaks to you, but he does not. It imprints images of vast riches, new beginnings, and unspeakable powers. It shows you everything you've ever wanted, and all of it is within your reach, if you extend your hands to grasp it. Above a signpost, it clearly is written, Plaza, where the journey begins. He, he, he dashed into the plaza of Plaza? Well, I met straight, straight there. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, is he all right? Well, welcome to Plaza. Uh, my name is Ro. How are you doing today? Have you and your compatriots here come to sign up for the guild? Look, if you sign it, you get a free pass. The peaceful town from before is no more. Flames cover multiple buildings. Re can I just, real quick, what the fuck is going on? Um, that's a goblin. That one. He strikes his scimitar into the street sweep's uh, chest. I want this goblin guy dead. The street sweep's body remain on the on the ground. Uh, like Let me get you some usuals. And you see the street sweep sweeping the streets. You're dead. Well, adventures, are you ready for your next quest? Oh, come on. I, I know there's more here. But, oh, 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 we're back. Uh, yeah, that, um, yeah, welcome back. Uh, good job, adventures. Episode two. Let's get into the characters' level ups that they've done since the last session. Uh, Plumbo, if you would like to start. Uh, sure. So, I was and still am Elagos, the paladin tiefling boy. And uh, essentially, all that I got from uh, level two was spellcasting and divine smite, which is sort of spellcasting, but not. Oh, yeah, and uh, fighting style. I took a protection, which means that if I have a friend next to me and they're being attacked, I can use my reaction, I think, to um, give the, the attack disadvantage. For my spells, I took Cure Wounds and Searing Smite. All right. Uh, so uh, let's go from uh, to the next character I have here on the list. Uh, let's go to Wilhelm. <laughs> Eventually. No, I had to go and grab my spell cards. Uh, so for my level, well, firstly, um, my character was Wilhelm, the Forge Domain Cleric Dwarf. Um, the big thing I got got off of my level up was the um, uh, channel of divinity, which at this point I can do one of two things with it, with it. Either a, I can present my holy symbol and more or less cause 
undead near me to roll a wisdom save. If they fail, they're turned. When they're turned, basically, the undead have the option to, like, try and, like, run away from me as far as they can. The other option off of ch Channel Divinity is, I think it's, um, art yeah, Artisan's Blessing. Basically, what I can do is I can take, the really short version is, is I can sort of, like, transmute non-magical items with some metal into other things. So if I, if I had, like, I could, let's say I could take, like, a couple gold coins, make those into, like, arrows or whatever. Okay, that's pretty cool. Seems like a waste of gold. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, let's put it this way: if I was given, if I was given two weeks and fifteen hundred gold, I can just make myself plate mail. Guys, guys, I'm gonna show you a magic trick. I'm gonna take this money and I'm gonna go to Subway and turn it into a sandwich. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Already better than Wilhelm. And then I'm gonna make the sandwich disappear. Oh my god! Uh, is that pretty much all you got there, uh, Wilhelm? Yep. All right, uh, so next one I have on my list here is Aul. Hey, everybody. It's Aul. <laughs> uh, so I am oh, still a rogue. I am a changeling. Uh, that's still the same. Uh, pretty much all I got was cunning action, which is a rogue thing. Basically, I can use my bonus action to take a few extra like maneuvers in combat, like dash, hide, or disengage, which is just running away from an enemy pretty much nice uh yeah i'm sure like once level three happens rogue will get some more stuff but uh let's go over to ander <clears throat> implying cunning action is bad which it isn't did not imply that <laughs> you're not ander um so i'm ander and at level two i got eldritch invocations the I've got to pick two at the beginning, and the two I picked were Misty Visions, which allows me to cast Silent Image at will without expending spell slots or material components, and Eyes of the Runekeeper, meaning I can read anything that is written. It does not matter the language. <laughs> Shit. And I also picked a new spell, uh, Comprehend Languages. He really had a vendetta against that... Uh... <laughs> That quest board. Yeah, that quest board, uh, he's going to try it this time. Not uh, only can he read any language, he can comprehend them. Yeah, I, all right. The comprehend languages I wasn't expecting, but the eyes of the runekeeper, I, I kind of was. But uh, all right, so now we can move on to the last one I have here, uh, Breathweaver. I, uh, Breath, Corley Hermit. <laughs> Good job, man. I am Breathweaver. Uh, the divine soul sorcerer and this uh, level up i got meta no uh sorcerer points which essentially i can spend two to get a first level spell or with a divine soul i can spend one to if healing magic is done five feet of me re-roll one of the healing die. okay all right, so now that I know what you guys have, I'm going to work my hardest to mess it up. So uh, let's go ahead and get this session started here. So uh, as I said in this off recap, you guys had just walked back into the guild hall, and you have been greeted by the second, what you assume is a guild worker, and his name is Prey, and he has welcomed you back into the hall. Well, I, I guess I'm going to walk into the hall. We are already in the hall. Oh, yes. Walk in further if you would like to, but... Oh, 
Well, uh, sure. Is there anything I can help you with today? We were just here, so uh, could we get another quest? No, most certainly. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. There's some, there's some questions that need to be answered. People were dead, and now they're not dead. There was bread, and now there's bread again. All right, so... And I can read the board. Okay, okay. That's not a question. Yeah. So he kinda, <laughs> he's kind of like flabbergasted. He's like, he doesn't know what's going on. So he's just going to go like, all right, I'll do one at a time. Uh, I'm not, not going to really be able to, you know, answer those all. But you, you said people were dead and now they're not dead. That That's odd. What are you talking about? There was, there was a street sweep. He died in my arms. I tried to save him and I didn't, but he's still alive. What, Benson, the street sweep? Uh, Whistly dude? Yeah. Yeah, what? He was killed by the goblins yesterday. He walks past you and he looks outside uh, and he says, Benson! And the, the, the kind old man just like looks up and waves at him. He's like, are you dead? And Benson, Benson just looks back and he says, no. No, I'm not. Uh, but how though? <laughs> he, uh, the the guild the master just looks back at you and he's like he looks pretty alive to me yeah that's the point well, he, he's not dead look at him he's, he's sweeping the streets I have a question for you was there a goblin raid last night or yesterday yes you easily dispatched it you're you're out those goblins <laughs> killed him! We watched it happen! Unfortunately. It was a rather upsetting sight. Well, you may need to check your eyes then, friend. Mr. Benson seems to be admirably performing his role outside. That's what we're asking you. Why? I, I also have a question for you. I'm sorry, what, what did you say, sir? I also have a question for you. Oh, we're full of questions today, but it's a good thing that that's my job. How can I, how can I help you? Will I ever find true love? <laughs> good luck answering that one. <laughs> he kind of scratches his head and he's like, uh, maybe. I'm, I'm not sure. Check again later. Yes. And <laughs> allow me to get to my magic age ball. Oh yeah, what form is Owl in today? Is he the... Changeling or the orc? Uh, right now I am in my elf form. My elf form is kind of like the my just casual. If I'm walking around, I'll be an elf. Also, I don't know if we ever uh, clarified in the last session that we a lot of people called you ghoul, and that's like what your uh, orc form name is or something. Yes, my changeling name is Owl. So my orc name is Ghoul. Very different. What's your elf name? Fool. Uh, you said it. It's kind of hell. Yep. Uh, so, uh, go, going on, uh, he he's not really going to question you too much about uh, about what form you're taking today. Uh, but he does kind of go back and he says, so I heard you were interested in taking a quest. Is that right? Correct. Okay, so let me take a quick look here. Allow, allow me a moment. I'll go in the back and see if I could uh, whip something up for you. And he kind of goes back into the uh, back portion of the uh, of the room. Uh, you got. It, it, you assume it'll take him just about a few moments. So you guys can like take a look around if you would like. Uh, you, you did have a new posting on the quest board, 
uh, since you since the uh, previous day. I guess I'll go and check and see if I can read anything else on the board. Why don't we have the guy who can go re- actually read it now go over and read it? Okay, fine, I'll go. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, I can go read it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right, so uh, if you would like to, Andrew, you can go over there and attempt to read the quest board. All right, I'll do so. Okay, so you've, you use the eyes of the runekeeper, so you're able to read anything that's been written, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's see what you see. So as you look at the board, uh, the previous day, uh, everything had been shifting around, the words moving, but uh, this time you're able to see it very, very clearly. And what you're able to read off, and you're not exactly sure what it means, is the following. Lorem ipsum, Dolores sit amet. Ut labore et Dolores magna alquia. Is, would you like to continue? <laughs> Is this just default text that you'd put on a web page? <laughs> I appreciate this. Uh, so your character is reading this, and he has no clue what he's looking at. You have the ability to comprehend languages. Maybe now's a good time to do that. Did you look that up just so you could use it for this gag? I, 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 I think he did, but... uh. Oh, no. No, that is actually what you see uh, on the wall. You just see what looks like gibberish to you. Joy. Um, yeah, no. That, I can read that, but uh, it looks like all bunch of jumbled words. It doesn't actually sound like grammatically correct. Do you have a way to comprehend that language? <laughs> You're really pushing it, aren't you? I really, I, I can read any language. I don't need to comprehend the language. Apparently you can't. Well, then why don't you go try reading it? Yeah, it's not, I don't know why you think it's so funny, Breath Weaver. It's just him not being able to read. Nothing funny about that. <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys are debating uh, whether or not any of you, while well, now having the ability to read the gibberish, uh, can actually comprehend the gibberish. Uh, Prey comes back out from behind the desk, and he says that he does have indeed a quest for you here. So um, he will take down... A, a, he's, he's coming over to you guys with a quite a large book, and he sets it down on a, uh, one of the high tables that I had mentioned previously was inside of the room, uh, and he kind of like calls you all over. He's like, well, I've got, I've got something right here inside of my uh, quest book. Oh, okay. Will you come join me? Sure. sure. All right. So you guys have kind of like diverted your attention away from the odd quest board. Uh, and he opens up the book. And inside of it, he like is looking around and he sees, ah, perfect. This one is actually from the guild. Uh, this has not been submitted by anyone. But I think it would be pretty good uh, considering the circumstances. So as some some of you may know, there are some very odd things going around in this town. Some goblins and, well, other sorts of beasts have been quite terrorizing the citizens, and that's beginning to become a problem. So what we, the, the guild, is trying to do is we're actually trying to find out where these these goblins and other creatures are hiding. Now, we are under the impression that when fighting one of those goblins the other day, one got away, correct? Yeah. Uh, I think I remember that. 
Okay. Well, in regards to that, we'd like you to go and retrieve that goblin, uh, and so we that we may question it to know more of its whereabouts. Which goblin? He, he stares at you blankly, and then he says, "The goblin that got away." Oh right, I forgot one got away. Oh, yes, the yeah. one that got away. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we're very thankful for you for getting rid of a majority of the goblins, however, since, you know, we, we did happen to miss one, we'd like you to just, you know, finish off the deed. So this is like, this is like the D&D equivalent of you missed a spot. More or less. <laughs> but it's feeding into quite a larger problem that we've been having. Certain things have been, uh, <clears throat> how you say, misplaced since, they, uh, since they've come around. Do you really think you'll need, like, all of us for just one goblin, or... I mean, can we just send Breath Weaver? You could. I mean, that's. I mean, this is quite a large stake quest. I mean, if you're able to find the source of the of where these monsters are coming from, well, th- that would be grand. In fact, I believe it would come with a promotion. He kind of like ups his eyes at you guys. I will do the quest alone if we need. All right, big guy, calm down. <laughs> uh. If you if you would like to alone take in the quest, you may. Uh, but would you not rather have your party come come with you? You may. There may be more than one goblin. I mean, if they don't want the reward, that's fine by me. All right. Yeah. Uh, he isn't gonna be speaking for all of us. Yeah. No. It is bad. It is bad idea. All right. Well, yeah. I think we're all in. Okay, so in regards to this here, let's get you let's get you off started. Um, we're going to need you to go ahead and track that goblin. Uh, we were able to ascertain that it is somewhere in the town. However, we're not entirely sure. We're seeing if you wondering if you could find the stronghold. Just to give you a little bit more information. We're we're trying to look for something important. The goblin staying in town, or I don't see. That's the thing we don't know. Have you checked the inn? That, I feel like that would be too easy. I know! That's why, that's the last place any of us would look! We, we've contacted Larry, and he, he hasn't had any goblin residents uh, in quite some time. So, I don't believe they're in the inn. Uh, and also, like your friends had mentioned, that'd be a little bit too easy. So, like, you all you ascertained is he's in town, and that's it? Or... Yes, uh, that's all we were able to scry. All right. Well, um, maybe we should check out that bread boy. He always—he seemed a bit suspicious. Ah, yes, the bread boy. Sure, you may certainly go and attempt to uh, ask the bread boy. He may be found inside of his bakery. Actually, uh, I assume he has a name. The bread boy. Oh yes. Uh, he flips through his book. Uh, he's got a, quite a catalog there. Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph. No. Uh, his name is Jonathan. I think I might still call him the bread boy. I will also call him bread boy. That's fine. Most people do call him bread boy. You may call him bread boy. Uh, well, his his mother Miriam and him uh do work inside of the uh the the bakery. Uh, if you go outside of the guild hall, it's to your left. You can't miss it. I'm assuming that we have a deal. Yes, we'll uh. I think it's that's fair. We'll investigate the town. If anything turns up, we'll uh. We'll... Destroy it. Perfect. 
Well, that's all we'll be having for today. Thank you so much, adventurers. Uh, I'll resume my post. So as he starts to walk away, uh, you all kind of just like uh, get the idea that you're probably going to have to head over to the bakery and, you know, try and find out where those goblins went. Or goblin, singular. All right, so, so Vilha was going to start to make his way over to the bakery. This, this works out well because I've really been craving a bagel. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had breakfast yet, have we? Would they not have given us food at the inn? Oh. Well, Larry's complimentary breakfast looked like dog shit, so I didn't need any. <laughs> Alright, so as you guys uh, walk outside, uh, it's still like fairly early in the morning. It's like around like time where shops are starting to open. And as soon as you walk out, I would like um, Ander to make a perception check. Alrighty. <laughs> These sound effects, what the hell? Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Just, what did you get? Four. Okay, so you walk outside and wow, it's bright. Uh, that's about it. Uh, so <laughs> you've, noted, you've noted that it's extra bright today. Uh, that's about all you were able to gleam. Uh, however, as soon as you do walk outside, though, uh, pretty much everyone in the party, uh, minus Ander, as he, he seems to be a little bit too lost in a cloud, smell a, like very delicious, like smells of fresh bread and pastries being made in it, it. You know, like in one of those old cartoons when like someone leaves a pie out and then like the 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 smell like kind of gets people like to go towards it. That's kind of what you're feeling, but like towards the left, you feel like the bakery is finally like fired up and ready to go. Perfect timing, I must say. All right, well. Yeah, let's let's go get some bread. I mean, hunt some goblins. Order both. Let's get some bread, get some boys. Let's go. All right, so as you guys depart down, uh, you're able to go out to the left and down one of the alleyways, uh, and you're able to see uh, kind of towards the back of town, there is a shop named The Bread Shop. It's actually not called The Bakery. They named it The Bread Shop. What do they sell there? Ah. <laughs> uh bread and bread accessories uh so as you guys walk up to the uh <clears throat> the front of the building uh the bakery has a sweet smell to it kind of as you approach it you're starting to smell more like uh pastries uh like that like that lingering feeling that you had smelled when you had walked down it's starting to get a lot warmer though as you get closer to the bakery you feel like it, they're really like getting getting everything ready and like firing up what seems to be like quite a large like load of bread that's a large load of bread so would you like to go inside? Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll walk in. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go inside. Okay, so uh, Aul is going to take a look inside there, and he walks inside. As soon as he does, uh, what I would like you to do, Aul, is you're going to make a constitution save. I knew I shouldn't trust that bread boy. <laughs> uh, ooh, I got a 18. An 18. Okay, so you are, you're not affected as you open the door and it is literally a blast of heat. Like, it is so, it is so hot inside of this room. As soon as you walk in, uh, the bakery has like a very, very good smell. However, you're starting to smell like more of a burnt smell from the inside of here. Uh, it's a very well warm atmosphere as an oven uh, that is placed in the back of the room is like roaring, like a roaring flame inside of it. And you, you're able to see behind the counter, there's a fairly large, uh, muscly looking woman working working the flame. Uh, and she seems to be having some trouble with the oven as she she's kind of speaking loudly to it and smacking it on the side. 
Why are you talking to the oven? Don't hurt the oven, it did nothing wrong. What? What are you talking about? Do you seem to be having trouble there, miss? Ah, yeah, yeah, I'm having some trouble. But my oven doesn't seem to want to be working for me right now. This voice sounds suspicious. Very suspiciously like goblins, yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, so... She's she's kind of like a very large, like older looking woman. She's very crony looking, but also very strong. Uh, it seems as she just kind of is like dominating the room. Uh, and she says she says to you, well, "Welcome to my store." But what what are you asking about my about about my oh my oven? Well, you seem to you seem to be you seem to be smacking oven around. So I can only assume that you're having trouble with it. Is that correct? Yes, yes, I'm having some trouble. The the, the damn elemental inside of it isn't isn't cooperating today. Uh, perhaps I can go talk to it. Did it unionize? They always stop working after they unionize. It, no, it didn't unionize. There's not enough of them. <laughs> it seems like this one wants to have a lot of it. Uh, as it looks back at the uh the oven and it starts to even roar louder like the flame is like kind of like almost approaching the uh the the opening there it's like a large cast oven yeah if you want to go talk to it sure all right so Vilhub is gonna kind of like walk like make his way to the oven what does he see i will accompany him because i have a shield and am sort of immune to fire i mean Vilhub also has a shield but listen if you don't if you don't want me there i understand i'll just stay back Wilhelm appreciates the double shieldage. You better. All right, so uh, you guys walk up to the oven, uh, and Wilhelm, what do you, and I guess uh, Elagos, what, what would you like to say to the oven? So in Primordial, <laughs> um, I'm just going to kind of like, why hello there, little elemental? What seems to be the, what seems to be the problem? Uh, so... When you when you approach it and you ask it kind of what's wrong, uh, the fi the fire elemental that's inside of the stove kind of spats back. It's like the old crones keeping me in here, and I wanted to let a little bit of fire out because it's getting very very hot. It seems weird that an elemental of fire does not like having a lot of fire around them. Well, it's not that bad usually. However, but today. I'm seeming to be growing a little bit stronger, and the inside of this, well, oven isn't accommodating it. Like, it's like being in a stuffy room. Well, what could be done to uh, alleviate the situation? I don't know. Uh, maybe you could just, you know, another place for me to spit some fire out? Like, I can't really do anything. The, the stove is made out of some pretty tough metal, and it just makes it more stuffy. All right, so I'll go talk to the woman and see what I can do. I turn to the woman and say, "Well, miss, the problem seems to be that the elemental in your stove is getting a little too big for your for your oven." So I'd... <laughs> did she just open the door and leave? <laughs> yeah, so she's she opened the door. She's like trying to sneak out. She's like, "What?" No, but she turns around. And she's like, "Well, it's never been a problem before." Well, it is a problem now. So, well, uh, um. Hmm. Let me think. She sits there thinking for a moment. Uh, and she, she essentially sa uh, says to you, I've got nothing. There's no other stove or oven that I have inside of this place. It's the, the main stove. D do you guys happen to have anything that we could put some of it inside of? I don't know. Like, get a, yeah, If you want to help me out, it'd, it'd be great. 
If not, I'll just well, go back to yelling uh, at it. Well, I don't really know how to make stove bigger. Uh. Hmm. It's, I mean, I don't know. It seems a, seems a little early to take on side quests. Maybe we should just stick with finding that goblin. I mean, I guess. Wait, what? What goblin? Well, uh, are you aware of the of how yesterday the town was attacked by goblins? Oh no, I I was. Uh, where was I? I was probably baking inside of here. I don't remember any sort of attack. I'm kind of far out from the center of town. Is that where it happened? Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it, it is. And well, what happened was goblins attacked town. We fended them off. Apparently, one of them got away. And well, I don't really. Well, we're trying to track the one straggler down. Hmm. Well, uh, there's certainly no goblins in here. Uh, only hmm. fire. But no, no goblins. No apologies. Hmm. Don't think I'll be able to help you. Can I roll insight to see if I think she's telling the truth? Uh, sure. Go ahead. Uh, I got an unnatural 20. Okay, so you're, you're kind of uh, examining the crone. Uh, she's not five goblins stacked on top of each other, if that's Thank what goodness. you were thinking. But, uh, no, she's, <laughs> she's not a, she, she's not a goblin, uh, and she seems like she's telling the truth. She hasn't seen any goblins. In fact, the only thing she's been seeing is her smacking the side of the oven all day. Uh, nothing really of note. She's not lying. So I'm not able to Hans Landa, you're hiding enemies of the state, her? No, you won't be able okay. to do that, unfortunately. She's not hiding any goblins. Although she may sound eerily like a goblin, that's simply just because she's old. <laughs> old people sound like goblins, apparently. Well, uh, are you, are you selling bagels this morning, uh, or no? Oh, yes. Yes, I am selling some bagels. Let me go get some fresh batch here. Uh, so she goes over to the counter, and then behind it, she gets a bunch of bagels uh, out from underneath the counter, and they're fairly charred uh, and black, and she's like, fresh right out of the oven. Do you have cream cheese? <laughs> That's it. And she, she kind of ponders, That's a great question. <laughs> Pulls out burnt cream cheese? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let, me, let, let me go check for you. Uh, so she, it's probably in the back. She she goes um over to a door that's located uh towards the back of the wall and she's like be right back, uh and pops inside to see if she has some cream cheese in the back for you. Uh, in the meantime, it's starting to get really really hot in here. Like this oven is kind of like it, it's getting a little pissed. All right, so Wilhelm's gonna walk over back to the little to the elemental, again in primordial. So I uh, will. You said you needed more room. Uh, how much more room would you need to like fit your New growing and fire deform. Well, it's 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 not that bad. Essentially, I would only need to remove a little bit. I can remove some pieces of a core, then put it somewhere else that is fairly heat resistant. Or I could just drop it on the ground, but she won't let me. She says it'll burn the house down. Does it? Does anyone in the party have like a cast iron pot? I mean, well, this conversation is going on primordial, so unless you can speak that shit. I don't know if you know what we're talking about. I could just be asking just for my health, Wilhelm. <laughs> Maybe I just w really want a cast iron pot for my own needs. You don't know. Well, all right, conversation's so, going on in my head. Can you read my mind? Perhaps. <laughs> but no, uh, Mr. Elemental, uh, how would you suggest we dispose of this quarter or whatever it is called? Uh, it'll eventually cool down, but it stays hot for quite a while. Uh, uh, 
some sort of smaller metal container might work. If you've got one, she's got nothing. Useless. Would I be able to, like, use my shield to transport the core out of the, like, building? That's not how shields work. It could be vaguely bull-shaped. They're somewhat curved. I figured I would ask. Uh, is... Now, I don't actually know what your shield looks like. Is it a wooden shield, or is this, like, a metal shield? I assumed it was just a metal shield. Okay. It ponders it for a moment, the elemental, and it goes like, I mean, I guess I could. It probably would break your shield, though. Hmm. That, that, that is a bad... That is a bad idea, then. Uh, well... Hmm. I'm, I'm gonna leave. The cream cheese is taking too long. Uh, we'll... We'll look into the matter and come back to you later. Okay. Well, hopefully this place isn't burned down by then. I... I hope to efface this it does not burn down. Alright. So as you guys attempt to go ahead and leave the bakery, the small boy uh, runs back into the... It runs back into the store. Uh, looks like he's been done with a couple of deliveries for the day. And he uh, just comes <laughs> out and he's like... Wow, there's quite a bit of you in here. What's going on, guys? Why does he sound like the old lady? What? No, I mean, I don't really sound like her. It's kind of, but... Do you know where you can buy a metal pot? Or something like that? We're not trying to find a goblin breath weaver. Maybe we should try to find the goblin still. It'd be better if this place didn't burn down. Uh, this will be fine the next morning. Fire doesn't isn't permanent. This is a fair point. Uh, so where's the goblin kid? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, he he kind of he, he, where's the goblin kid? Uh, so he kind of he's like what? I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't what? No goblins anywhere. I no I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, can I roll inside again? Sure. <laughs> this little kid. Uh, this is not as good. I got a nine. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think he knows. He, you don't think he knows where any goblins are. Uh, but he does say, um, a after like prodding him for a little bit, he's like, "Well, I mean, I don't know where any goblins are, but like, there's some like weird stuff going on, like on the other side of town. Like, I was walking past past some boxes, and then I got tripped." And as soon as I looked around, I, I didn't know, like, there was no one there who tripped me. It was really weird. Mm, and boxes usually don't trip people. Now, do you remember where those boxes were? Oh, yeah, they're on the alleyway. Uh, it, on the other side of town. Uh, there's only one alleyway, or? No, there's a few. Now, little bread boy, could you show us, could you, like, walk us to this alley? Alright, uh, so, he... Yeah, yeah, sure. I could, I could, uh, I, I could walk into the alley. Uh, let me just pick up some more bread to deliver on my way over there. Uh, and then I'll sure be, be, be good right on to get that for you. That would be greatly appreciated. Is the old woman still looking for cream cheese? Yes. Uh, she doesn't really have it. She's, you, you don't know this, but you feel like she's struggling. And she comes back out and she's like, uh, so the little boy runs into the back room to go get some more bread, and as soon as she does, uh, the old woman uh, comes back out. She's like, yeah, no, sorry, no no cream cheese. Then I'll just take some bread instead. Okay, uh, that'll be three <laughs> copper. Do you have change for a gold piece? Yes. 
Uh, so she does an exchange of the copper to uh, gold ratio for you and gives you back your requisite money in silver. And then she uh, go, goes ahead and continues to look around. She's like, would, would, like, would anyone else like anything? Can I get some bread? Sure. It's three copper. Could I acquire a bagel? Uh, the, ba- the bagel uh, is five copper, uh, and it's very burnt. That's fine. Uh, I, I hand the old woman a gold piece. How much silver do I get back? Uh, you're going to be getting back 95 silver as she, uh, she breaks down the coins for you. Uh, and once you guys have uh, just bought in some bagels and bread, the little boy comes on out uh, with a big basket of bread. And he's like, you guys ready to go? Wait, so the, the burnt bagels are five silver and the bread is three copper? Mm-hmm. You're getting one slice of potato bread. That's what you paid for. <laughs> you look down at your head and you realize it's indeed correct. A, a piece of Wonder Bread lays within your hands. No, no, fantasy Wonder Bread. Fantasy Wonder Bread. Uh, Let me uh, mark my bread. Fantasy thing. Bread. Uh, yes, little bread boy. Uh, lead the way. Would I also be able to get a loaf of bread? You don't need this much bread right now. <laughs> Hey, no, 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 hold up. He was, he's interested in buying some bread. Uh, so the, the old lady kind of just like overtakes. She's like, yeah, that'll be, uh, let's see here, 10 silver. Okay. So she breaks it down. I assume you give her another um, uh, a gold piece, right? Yeah. So yeah, she breaks no, it down. No, I give her the silver change that I had. I give her 10 silver. Okay, so you give her 10 silver exactly. She's like, ooh, exact change. Uh, and she gets a you loaf of bread. Don't get wise. Uh, and she hands <laughs> over uh, a loaf of bread to you, and she says, well, that'll go good with your slice. Agreed. No cream cheese, though. I'm upset. Well. Tis a shame, truly. So, uh, the little the little bread boy uh, <laughs> comes on over to you. He's like, you guys ready to go? Lead the way. All right, so he walks out of the uh, the bread store. Uh, and heads on down uh, into the center of town. And as soon as he does, he'll go towards the alleyway, which uh, Ander, I believe, and Wilhelm had taken a look, and Aul had yelled at the previous day where there were just some boxes <laughs> laying across the side. Uh, and he says, these are the boxes where I, I got some uh, I had some troubles. Uh, you guys want, you can take a look at it, but, I mean, probably that's about it. I, I don't really have much to go on. I'm, I'm just a little bread boy. All right. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. Uh, I guess I will. I will start walking into the alleyway. Okay. So you guys walk into the alleyway. He's already walked down it. You guys are pretty much like in front of the boxes. There's like two to three boxes stacked up against this wall over here, uh, in, in between, uh, in between the alley. That like it's odd. You don't like see any other like you've walked through about two to three alleyways in the past day and around a half that you've been here. Uh, and none of them had boxes in there. You suppose it's just like just set up outside so that uh, someone's probably moving in or doing transporting some goods. But oh wait, uh, by the way, I'm going to step behind. I guess Breath Weaver, so like the people in the alley can't see me, and then I'll turn it back into a goblin. Okay. Uh, so at, so no one's looking at you, right? When you do this. Yeah. All right. Uh, can you roll deception for me, or right, stealth, stealth for me, so that you could see? Oh, uh, I wasn't trying to hide it from the party. I just didn't want. I, w- I didn't want the goblin in the alley if he's in there to see me. Okay. But, uh, um. Well. Uh, do you still want me to roll it? No, no, no. That's fine. There's no, no goblin to your note, and I don't think there's any uh, standing right here in the alleyway of note. But 
what you do is you walk in there and there is just a uh there's a bunch of boxes leaned up against a the wall these are these are like crates like just to give you a better idea the real question is what's in the box <laughs> uh you take one psychic damage uh no but you're not entirely sure i mean it just looks like a bunch of like sealed crates uh that are just just leaning up against a wall there's like one very tall one uh a short and stocky looking one and then like a regular size box maybe the goblins are hiding in the boxes Ooh. Then why don't you go check i will uh I go check. All right, so Breath Weaver, uh, I want you to roll me an investigation check to take a look at one of those boxes. Hello, goblins. Are you in here? <clears throat> 14 plus investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, 16. Okay. Uh, so you're able to take a look at the boxes, and like the tall one and the, uh, the regular-looking box aren't that interesting, but the short, stocky box looks like it's been... Uh, kind of bolted to the floor and you're able to see on the side of it it looks like a little like indent like a square indent on the side of the short stocky box guys this box is indented very fancy i i pushed i i what what can i obtain of this or understand of this in you look like it could be pushed i push it all right so as soon as you push that uh side of the box there the top of it uh seemingly looking bolted kind of like pops up uh, and the box opens. You, you know that boxes don't do that. This is not a box? Then what is it? Uh, so upon popping open the box by clicking an indent on the side of it, uh, you're able to look inside. The box is completely empty. However, uh, when you peer inside, it looks like it's a lot of empty as there is a ladder leading down. It's bigger on the inside. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it, it looks like it's a like kind of like a manhole. Uh, that's been beneath there with a, uh, a, goblin, a hole. goblin hole. Is this box small? This is a small box. Is, are we able to fit in it? Or is it like goblin size? So think about it like this. It's like a very like like short and stocky crate that if you were to like get inside of the box, you would fall all the way down, but there's a ladder inside of it. Can I walk up and go into the box? Sure. Uh, so you can go into that box there and there is a uh, there's a ladder so you grab onto it. i assume you're just gonna climb down the ladder correct yeah i'm gonna climb down the ladder it's my goblin voice i'll go in behind owl uh Wilhelm's gonna follow behind elios and i'll go behind them so it starts to get much much darker uh as you guys uh descend further down into the box until eventually you are at the bottom and you're able to put your feet upon solid ground uh does anyone in the party have dark vision? I do. I do. I think. I don't. <laughs> All right. So for those of you who do have dark vision, uh, you're able to see uh, down here. So as you have descended all the way down into what, what feels like, it looks like a sewer, but uh, more of like a hallway inside of a sewer. It's just a long 15-foot hallway. Um, there looks to be like a door at the other end of it. Uh, however, the people who do not have dark vision are simply just sitting in pitch black dark. I take out a torch and light it with my tinderbox. Okay. Uh, so as soon as you do so, uh, you light up a torch with your tinderbox and then it is it becomes illuminated. So the people who previously did not have dark vision are now able to see into uh, this, essentially, uh, th this is hallway that we have here. Uh, and Goblin, I'm going to yell... Oh, if there's any goblins in here, come out. I'm also a goblin. <laughs> uh, you're, <laughs> you're, 
Okay. Uh, so you you kind of yell out uh, asking if there's any goblins, uh, but it's literally there's literally just a, a long hallway with a door at the end of it, and it doesn't look like there's any goblins uh, in the hallway at the moment. So you're not met with any sort of response. Just to let you know a little bit uh, more now that you have a light and everyone can see it. It's a, it's a long hallway, like I said, around uh, 15 to 20 feet. Uh, it looks like there's a wrought iron door at the end of it. We should probably see if it's unlocked. Perhaps, but... Oh, I'm not going first. Also, Aulk, perhaps you could entice the goblins with the idea of being able to climb on my body again, because it seemed to work very well yesterday. You you seem a little too into having goblins ride you. Yeah, without context, <laughs> that seems a little, uh... Well, it was a way to distract them, so I figured I figured it could potentially work again. Why are you so sweaty? Well, we're in a sewer, or what I assume to be a sewer, and I'm in full plate armor. So, well, not plate armor, like chain mail. So, we'll go with that. All right. So, uh, as as you kind of are discussing uh, Wilhelm's excitedness at the plan of having goblins climb all over him and him trying to <laughs> vehemently reject the idea that he's excited about it at all, uh, I assume you guys are going to start to walk down the hallway just, like, looking yeah. to take yeah. a look at that door. Yeah. I guess if no one else wants to, I will lead the way. Sure. So I'll, I'll co-lead. Co- so Elagos and uh, so Aul are uh, kind of walking on up to this wrought iron door at the end there. Uh, so the door is about 10 feet tall. Uh, and it, you look like you should be able to open it, but, um, you just go have to give it a try. I will check to see if the door is open, or unlocked, I mean. Sure, so, uh, I assume you just, like, try to, try the handle, try to jimmy it. Yep. So, as you try to open up that door, uh, what's happening is, is that, like, it's very clearly, like, a push door to you, uh, but you're not able to push it fully open. If you would like to, you could give me an athletics, uh, check. All right. I will try to give it some more jimmies. That is a 12. Okay. Uh, so as you try to jimmy the door even further, you try to, like, burst it in, like, try to, like, uh, open it up with some force. Uh, you feel like there's something fairly large and solid behind it that's stopping you from doing so as you're unable to open up the door. I turn back to the party. We're gonna need more jimmies! L- let me try something. All right, I walk up to the door and I say, Melon. Me- Melon? What? what? It was a Lord of the Rings joke when they tried to get in the mind of Moria. <laughs> Edit that. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yes, the door swings open. No, um, you, you try that. Uh, and the word... You, the people at the end of the hallway just hear Melon as it reverberates <laughs> off of the wrought iron door and all the way back what was down that? the hallway. Uh, nothing happens. <laughs> the people at the bread shop, they get some kind of like subliminal messaging and they start making melon bread. Now I'd buy some melon bread. <laughs> the old crone is wise to your schemes. Uh, so, yeah, you're, you're not able to open at the current moment. It seems as if like it's simply not strong enough yet. Can I take a look at the door to see if there's an indent on this one as well? Uh, okay, so uh, roll me an investigation check there. Ooh, five. (laughs) You got me excited, I'm not even going to lie. So, ooh, five. So, as you look at the door, uh, there is an indent in it. Um, You could go ahead and try to uh, push push on it there. 
Oh, oh no. geez, I have a bad feeling, but uh, I will do it anyways. Wait, hold on, hold on a second. Uh, bef- before Breath Weaver tries anything again, I'm gonna cast the Guidance Cantrip on him. Okay. Uh, so you cast that Guidance Cantrip on him, and he presses on that indent. Uh, nothing happens because that indent was the handle. Uh, as he <laughs> investigated it quite poorly. Uh, that was the only indent there. Um, it, it's kind of like a little bit further into the door, but no, uh, nothing happened when you tried to jimmy the handle. I wanna, I wanna try pushing it one more time before we give up. Well, are you sure it's not pulled or anything like that, right? Listen, I checked. All right, I was, I was informed that it was a push door by otherworldly forces. I thought he said it looked like it was a push door. Yeah, it very likely looks like a push door. You could try to pull it, but... I'm going to try to push it. All right, uh, so I would like you to make another athletics check for me. Yep. Come on. Oh, nat 20. Okay. Uh, so you actually... So you go like, I'm just going to push it. And then you just completely ram into it with your shoulder. Uh, and <laughs> as you as you critically success, you actually budge the door a little bit, like kind of inwards, and it starts to cave. But the door hasn't opened. However, motherfucker. Yes. So th- there's a reason for that. And since you got that nat twenty, we're gonna let you. We're gonna let you in on it. So as soon as you budge the door, it kind of dented, and you're able to see, uh, I, I like kind of like inside of it as the door had like pushed through. There's just a wall behind the door. Oh come on! <laughs> there's actually no possible way you could have opened it. Uh, it seems as if there's just like a very large rock structure, like multiple rocks and layers of them just like piled up there. You said you believe that th- this likely was due to some sort of cave-in or issue with like faulty, just like with like the land. All right. Yeah. So there's there's got to be something in this tunnel. I agree. What I would like you to do is, since since that's come up to you, it's like there's only one door here and a hallway. No one would ever do something as intricate as that. Uh, I'd like you to roll perception for me. Okay. Perception. I have a minus one, so this is going to be interesting. 18. Okay. So as you're pondering, like, why on earth would anyone build a hallway with a ladder system and lead, lead it nowhere... You walk back to the ladder, and as you do, halfway through the hallway, you're able to feel like a slight breeze come from like the left wall. Wilhelm, are you just heavy breathing at the prospect of uppies again? No, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Aside from the exhausted breaths and furious forehead, uh, forehead uh, sweat removal from Wilhelm, uh, he, he is indeed not heavy breathing uh, where you feel this gentle breeze. Now that I have ruled out everything else, I will inspect <laughs> the source of the wind. All right, so you kind of just like walk up to the wall where you felt some sort of breeze coming in, and you're able to see like kind of on the floor, there's like a, like a little crack of light. Like, you know when you would like look at a door and like a light's on on the other side? Yeah. Uh, you kind of like notice that, although it's not very bright. Uh, I attempt to look for like some sort of like activation switch for a secret door, like a an indent of some kind. Okay, so like, how are you doing? Are you like pressing up against the wall or like? Yeah. Okay, so as soon as you start to press on the wall, uh, you don't have to do much strength in order to pull off this feat. Like it starts to like kind of move and shift around, kind of like a, a secret door. Like you're able to just very easily push it, and it silently like opens, and there's like another hallway you're able to see that it leads into. Ooh. 
We have no idea this is happening, right? Uh, you, you're kind of so he's in the middle of the hallway. Uh, I believe Wilhelm and um, I believe Phil, Wilhelm and Phil <laughs> and Ander are kind of at the at the at the ladder, and both uh, both uh, Aul and Breathweaver are at the fake door. Uh, and you're able to see like some light spill into the the hallway that's not coming from the uh, that's not coming from the light that uh, Breathweaver has made. I found a thing, he says aloud. Right, so upon hearing that, Wilhelm was going to kind of like make his way over to the rest of the party. Oh, wait, what kind of thing did you find? A secret thing. Ooh, I love secrets. <laughs> God damn it, Morgan just said everything I was going to say. <laughs> what did you find? Uh, I point into the newly found corridor. Neat. Secret passageway. There's a lot of secrets here. Uh, so as you um, as you have pushed that open, uh, I'll just describe the hallway for you. It looks almost identical to this one. Uh, it's about fifteen uh, feet. It's about fifteen feet uh, long, fifteen to twenty feet long. Uh, however, there's like some small like torches lining the walls at intervals, uh, and towards the end of it, there is no door. It simply just leads out into a much larger looking room. However, as you kind of, uh, I assume you're like. Uh, have you fully walked into the hallway, Elagos, or are you still just, like, peeking around in there? Uh, I've walked in. Okay, so you walk in, and then you stop for a moment as you see uh, a goblin standing at the end of the hallway. Well, not necessarily standing, he's more leaned up against the wall. It looks like he's dozing off. Uh, I turned back to the party and, like, put my finger on my lips as, like, a sort of shh. Be very, very quiet. We're hunting goblins. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, <laughs> uh, Finn. Um, so I'm going to um, I'm gonna try to enter the room very, uh, very stealthy. Okay, roll stealth. So, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. Could, could we not just have I will walk down and talk to Goblin? This is also an idea. Yeah, maybe. I'm I'm both a Goblin and I'm stealthy. That's that's also a very good idea. I didn't think of that. Let's do that one. Everyone else, stay hidden. Owl, owl, if you wanna, if you wanna take the lead on this one, um, <laughs> you guys don't need to whisper. <laughs> but yes, we do. But we're being stealthy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So very stealthy. <laughs> All right. So Who are uh, you the DM? That's not. That's not whispering. That's just being really close to the mic. All right. So, owl, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna try to walk down into the hallway just at, at, in goblin garb? Also, disguised as a goblin, not just wearing their clothing. Okay, I, I had to make sure. <laughs> and I'm also, I'm, fir I'm first going to walk down kind of stealthy. Like, I'm going to kind of hug the wall and just so I can kind of get a set, like a lay of the land before I approach the goblin. Sure. So, uh, if you could for me, just go ahead and roll stealth. Oh, a nat 20. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a very stealthy roll. That's a 28. You walk down the hallway and you drop like your your keys. It, it sounds like you like it, it. sounds like you snuck in, dropped a fucking rock on the goblin's head, and said, "Nat twenty, nat twenty. <laughs> uh, so uh, you see, as soon as uh, as soon as Aul decides that he's gonna go in, he kind of just like stealth rolls, like combat rolls, like up against the wall and kind of like starts shimmying, but also like closer to the ground. 
Uh, he hides in a box. No, there is. You are in. The What's box. in the box? I'm trying to sneak up on this goblin, but I'm dummy. <laughs> oh my! I hate. Stop. <laughs> I was thinking of making the same joke. You hear light clapping as uh, Elul tries to get down the hallway. So um, once you do so, uh, Elul, you get to where that other goblin is soundly sleeping as you are an expert in stealth. Uh, and you look out over into the uh, the larger room that like is in front of the goblin where he was standing. So what you see there, it's a very, very large, what looks like, sewer like main like like a main like section inside of a sewer like where you would believe like a bunch of uh pipes would lead to so uh once you go once you're taking a look into this here you're actually on an uh you're on like a balcony ish type of uh type of uh how would i explain it you you come out to a balcony and to the right and left of you there are stairs that would lead down once you look over this entire uh room and examine it uh, you're able to just see like a myriad of pipes just leading out into this room. There's like kind of like a, a blackish um, ichor and like water that smells kind of like brine running through the uh, running through like egresses in the floor that you're able to that you're able to note. And uh, other than that, uh, not too much else is there. There just seem to be a bunch of pipes, uh, actually uh, one on each uh, one main on each wall. Uh, and uh, like myriads of other pipes just lining over the uh, ceiling and walls. All right. Um. So there's nothing in like the hallway I'm in. It's just the goblin, and there's nothing else. It just leads to that opening. Uh, there's a goblin there, and it looks like I mean, right next to him, it looks like there's a gong. Uh, you can assume that like that gong was meant to alert something or yeah. someone, to just because of like you know why would he have a gong? <laughs> Um, I don't know if I should try to knock out the goblin or destroy the gong. Well, if you destroy the gong, it's probably going to make noise in the process. Let me break the gong. Smacks it, makes gong noise. Now they will never know we're coming. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna... Can I attempt to, like, choke out the goblin? Kind of uh, non-lethally? Yeah, uh, sure. I, like a kung, like a judo kind of choke grip all right that's a thing or not (laughs) that's i'm i see you know your judo Uh, oh my (laughs) i sure so you can attempt to choke him out um i'll actually what i'll I'll let you do is i'll let you roll a um just a do a dexterity check so like you're kind of doing like an unarmed strike and if you roll above a certain amount i'll let you just ko him uh i got another nat 20 I hate you. What? Uh, I hate you. So as you... I know these dice are super heavy, but I didn't think they were weighted. (laughs) Okay, so... Well, we can tell they're weighted. Uh, So (laughs) you... you, God, flavor this. Go ahead. All right, I I walk up. I kind of stealthily shimmy up to him. And then I, like, slide my arm... He's kind of, like, resting against the wall, right? Yeah, he's kind of, like, sitting, like... Imagine just, like, you, if you were sitting up against a wall, but, like, both of your legs were outstretched. All right, so I kind of walk up to him where he's sitting. I crouch down, and I slide, like, my right arm in the space between the, his neck and the wall and put him in a chokehold, and then I say, shh, shh, go back to sleep. Uh, you see... <laughs> All right, uh, so you're doing that... Is that with one hand or both hands? Like for uh, the both hands with both hands. I, so you, I don't know. Yeah, I think both hands. In both hands. So you. That's how you do it in judo. You see, like, 
I don't know how you would do it in judo. I don't think they'd be choking out goblins. But you, 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 walk, you walk up to him, you see his eyes go wide, and it, he tries to reach for, like, his sword to hit the gong, but, like, you've already, like, exasperated, like, all of his energy. And you see his eyes just start to slowly close, and, like, his, uh, his shoulders kind of, like, go limp. And he just like falls. It looks like he slumps a little bit further into the wall. As you, as you completely subdued this goblin guard, uh, in quite possibly one of the stealthiest ways possible. So Vin, yes, these goblins were metal heads. Like they were wearing pot, not not like metal band, but like they were wearing a uh, pots and stuff on their head, right? Yes. Uh, this one is wearing. It looks like uh, what, what you can assume to be. This, this one looks like a pot on its head. Yeah. I will go over and take the pot. You are on the other side of the hallway. I will go over and take the pot. Uh, Vin, this, the gong that's in the room, is it, like, bolted to the ground, or could it be moved? It's kind of like a medium-sized, like, smallish gong. You can move it. All right, I might move it out into the hallway, so it's less accessible for the goblin. Okay, so you're moving it into the darker hallway? Yeah. Okay. Guys, I have a question. So, like, it's not every day an elemental offers you a piece of its core. I think I have a metal pot here. <laughs> we could collect that core. Nah, I'm good. We got, we got one. I'm a one quest guy. I don't do. I don't hey, go questing hold, around. Hold on to it for now, just in case. But I would like to go back and help out the elemental later. I mean, it's not every day. It, it's not every day you choke out a goblin too. So, like, uh, I don't know what you're trying to say here. All right. So, all right. So, as you have cho chokeholded a goblin, uh, Breathweaver has stolen its hat, uh, and you you guys are pretty much just uh, chilling here at the moment. You've you've noticed that pretty much you've completed your quest. This goblin is actually identical to the one that you had seen from the other day, uh, sitting there on the floor. Um, pretty much all that Prey had asked of you was to find his location uh, and then try to bring him on, uh, try to like uh, get him back there so they could interrogate him. There you go. Let's start heading back. All right, so Wilhelm's going to try and, like, pick up the sleeping goblin. Of course, Wilhelm would want the goblin on him. <laughs> <laughs> Wilhelm, he pushes Breathweaver and Elul aside, and <laughs> with even more sweat on his brow, picks up the goblin and puts it on his shoulder, and he's like, we got it, right? Uh, so... <laughs> we have found Kodak Goblin, correct? Yeah. All right, so then we so then we should just take him back. Take him back to the the quest hall, not the not your room in the inn, right? Clear that up. <laughs> hey man, I am an adult. I do what I want. <laughs> and the things that I want to do do not encompass weird things with goblins. I'm not sure if it was mentioned, uh, Vin, but is does it look like there's like a path leading down into like further into some kind of goblin stronghold? Uh, yes, but it doesn't look like a goblin stronghold to you. What you, there is, so, at the end of the hallway, I may not have described it as well, there is a balcony, uh, and there are stairs leading down, uh, on both sides of the balcony there, and it leads out into, like, essentially a very large room with a bunch of pipes, uh, leading, um, in and out to different, what you would assume, like, locations or different pipe structures, uh, and, yeah, it looks like it's just carrying, like, it's a sewer system. So, I, listen... I know it's tempting to just bring this guy back and be done with it, but we may not get another chance to come back here and catch them by surprise. Like, if we leave, and then they find out that their sentry was abducted, they may leave, or they may fortify, and we may lose our chance. 
Let's eliminate them. All right, that's a little dark. Wilhelm puts the goblin down. Okay. But there's a lot of paths. Which way would we go? All right, so you guys have kind of decided here to go ahead and uh, try to eliminate some goblins. So what I would like you to do uh, is just take note that you've just left a goblin kind of passed out there. You guys want to tie him up or anything? Yeah, I'll, I'll tie him up with some rope. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll a dexterity check for that. And mute him with some rope gag or something. Oh, uh, you could put a gag on him. Uh, so... And then I keep him away from Wilhelm. Alright. Uh, I'm not the one gagging goblin. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> no. So, as uh, as the goblin has been uh, has been gagged and bound, uh, you, I assume you just chuck him into the other hallway and are like, alright, let's go. No, no, no. Keep, keep him away. Keep him away from the gaunt so he can't act, so he can't manage to bump into it if he wakes up. See if you can hang him from like the the handle of that one door that was just led to the wall. <laughs> that he can't get down. You technically could. Uh, that that seems a little cruel, but I mean, it's a goblin who attacked the town. We're fine. All right, so there's some goblin rights movements. Uh, we're not going to talk about that right now, though. Uh, so you tie up this goblin. You ha- you kind of like hang him up like on the on the handle to the door. He can't get anywhere. The gong is just slightly out of his reach. It's almost like torture. Uh, so you guys have come back. <laughs> almost. That's important. Almost. Not exactly torture. You haven't committed any crimes yet. Uh, so <laughs> looking at you, Wilhelm. So we uh, go back into that other hallway, and you guys are kind of on the out- outcropping balcony, and there are four main pipes uh, that that are in this room. Uh, one is below you, uh, underneath the um, outcropping, and then there's one on the, and the other ones are on each wall. So there's, there's four walls... Um, and there's one large pipe on each. Can I take a look at some of the pipes and see where they lead? Sure. Uh, you can roll perception. Alrighty. That is an 18. Okay. Uh, so when you look at the pipes, are you just going to be looking down them to see what you what you're able to see? Okay, so you look uh, down the pipes to the left, right, and forward, uh, and you're unable to see anything. It's fairly quite dark. However, the one below the balcony uh, that was on the wall from the area that you came from uh, seems to have a, um, a single torch uh, just, like, lighting it halfway down before you see the, the pipe start to, like, turn down. Like, it looks like a left turn. There's a torch down that one, guys. Uh, does that seem promising? I would, I would reckon that it's pretty promising. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Owl or Ghoul, do you wanna do you wanna lead the way? Uh, yeah, I'll lead the way. I'm also gonna kind of hug the shadows a little bit again. I'm assuming if there's a torch there, it's fairly dim. All right, so so what what I'm gonna do is before Owl heads out, I'm gonna kind of just boop him and cast the guided scantrop on him. What's that do? I touch a willing creature uh, once before the spell ends. The creature can can roll a um a d4 and add, and add that to one ability check of its choice. Alright. What if that creature touches you and that creature is a goblin? What? Alright, I got a sixteen. Okay. Alright, so that's good. Uh, let's go ahead there. You seem to be fairly stealthy uh, as you uh, make your way down this uh, piping system. Uh, so you kind of get around to where the uh, torch is up against the piping. A little odd that there would be a torch there, but you kind of peer around the side, and it seems like the uh, 
the pipe kind of leads a little bit further down uh, towards the left, and there is another uh, torch uh, before another curve in the uh, structure. Uh, I'll basically give them the uh, signal that the coast is clear for this hallway, and then I'm going to start walking down the other one. I will follow behind. Uh, I will also follow. So I assume the entire party is going to follow here. So you guys are all uh, walking around uh, through these pipes and you're going over through these curvatures. I assume Owl is taking uh, quite a bit of a larger lead to go over to the next uh, corner, correct? Yeah. Okay. I think it's like I walk down one hallway and I'll give them the signal and then I'll walk down the next one and they're like one hallway behind, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so that that makes sense. So uh, as you are able to go ahead and down this hallway, uh, you get to the second torch and you kind of peer around it. Uh, However, when you look down this hallway, uh, you are able to see a torch towards the end of it. Um, However, at the end, there seem to be two uh, furry-looking, like, beasts standing underneath the torchlight, uh, kind of like on their hind legs, and they're, like, talking to each other. Can I get kind of a good look? At what? Uh, I kind of want to like look at, I guess, their legs and the type of fur. Do I to try to inf- infer like what they are? I was gonna, I was gonna say infer, but I didn't want to make that pun. All right. But uh, to what race they are? <laughs> okay. So uh, what I would like you to do is um, actually roll me a nature check. All right. Um, that is a another. Ne- no, it's only a 14. Okay. Uh, so you look at these creatures uh, that are standing there. It looks like they're talking. They've got like um, swords like kind of like at their at their waist. What these creatures look like is they look like gnolls. All right. I will turn into a gnoll. A grassy gnoll? <laughs> I will give, uh, I'll give the party like the signal that I'm turning into a, a gnoll. So they like... Are aware. How would you signal you're turning into a gnome? Now that's curious. <laughs> I want to know, are you just gonna... So up, up until now, he's been giving us signals to follow him because the coast is clear. Does he expect us to also turn into gnolls? Yeah. Is he doing, like, Courage the Cowardly Dog, like, emotions? Like, to show that he's, like, going, going furry? What's happening here? I'm gonna give him a thumbs up, and then as they see my thumbs up, it just starts turning furrier and furrier. Stupid gnoll! <laughs> so, uh... He so you see him uh, change, and he gets like a little bit taller uh, as he's no longer goblin size, and he um, gets furrier, kind of like almost like a like a hyena looking uh, complexion, and he stands on his hind legs, um, and yeah, we've got ourselves a gnoll. Do gnolls have their own language? Uh, let's check. Would I know that? I might not know that. You are in. You believe that they may have their own language. However, uh, I would like you to roll a perception check. All right, to see if they're speaking their own language. Yeah, like just like well, to listen uh, in. If you don't, I, if you don't sneak up on them, like you're trying to uh, figure something out. So that is a fourteen. Uh, you're able to hear them, but they're speaking in goblin. All right then, I say that out loud. <laughs> and, and then I start walking down the hallway. Uh, so you start walking down the hallway, and, uh, these two gnolls kind of look at you, uh, and they're wearing some pots and pans on top of their heads, and one of them, one of them says to you, it's like, Hey! Who, who are you? Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm the gong guy, I'm here, you need some more gongs, I think. What? The gong? um, Yeah, the gong guy, it looks like, uh. You need to set up a few more in case any uh, outsiders try to come down here. Set up a few more. Are you 
Are you posing as a gong salesman? I'm like their gong connect. Like they already got a guy, and I'm him. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so, wait, what are you talking about? We don't, we don't have any gong salesmen. Oh, well, you don't. You, you, you're not the ones in charge here. I'm, I'm here to talk to your boss. What? You guys, you think you're the ones buying gongs here? All right, nice try, sir. What? What? So they're both looking at each other. They're very confused. And one of them says, yo, 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 George, George, is, is this, you know, this guy. Uh, and the other, the other Noel just like looks, looks at, uh, looks at, uh, the, the Noel addressing him. And he says, mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> and they look back at you. They're like, we don't know any, we don't know any, uh, we don't know any gong salesmen. What are you really here for? Who are you? The name is, uh, uh, R Richie. Uh, you got me. I'm not a gong salesman. We figured. Yeah, I just, uh, I thought that would be good in and got past that first guy by the gong. He was, he was a big gullible. I'm here to actually, uh, I want to join your crew. I like the metal you got on your heads. I want to know how I get in on this from the ground, the ground floor up all he the way up. He said he says he was like, well, it's not it's not about getting in, man. It's about getting out. We're, we're trying we're trying to we're trying to leave this place. You, you're good, right? You, you're not one of those. You're not one of those guys from up, upstairs. I mean, me, a guy. I'm I'm no guy. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> they, they look you up and down. Uh, and the no that's been addressing you for a majority of the time says, well, all right. Well, I haven't seen many gnolls that that are like those people up there, but I'm still gonna have to bring you into the boss so you can take a look. Um, you 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 gonna come with me? Yeah, I mean, I can bring you to him, and if you've got gongs, I guess you could sell them. Are we are we still in range to see any uh, hand signals he does or doesn't uh, give us? No. At the moment, I don't think anyone's moved. I think you guys are still kicking it back oh, no. at, like, the previous... Uh... Right, I will say that I have moved Okay. Up. So uh, so has to be in view, just in case. I'm going to give him a... I'll give him a thumbs up. Uh, from, like, behind your... Uh, to the... Yeah, I'll put it behind my back. Behind your back. So they, th they see a thumbs up. Uh, and they just hear you talking in Goblin uh, to these two Noel gentlemen. Uh, and he says, uh, all right, George, let's go. And George responds, <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Good Job Adventures. If you like what you just heard, be sure to let us know by rating the podcast on your preferred listening platform. For questions about the cast, business inquiries, or if you know a guy who knows a guy, contact us at goodjobadventures at gmail.com. For everything else, follow us on Twitter at gjadventures. We promise we'll maybe follow back. Be sure to tell your friends about us, or your enemies, we're not picky. Thanks again. See you next time.